Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name. And we're still here. Episode one of season two of the Bagels and Locks podcast. If you didn't know us before, we're Instagram official. Get at us. Follow us. Dave's going to tell the handle. I don't deal with any of this social media crap. With David Santola, my name is Chase Fedorsky. Last season was as close as it gets. I think I won by one pick. So literally couldn't have been any closer. I'd like to point out that the Super Bowl was, conservatively speaking, we'll call it February 9th. Today is September 8th. So we're looking at seven months. Dave is still not done his punishment from last season. I just wanted to get that out there right in the open and just say, uh, you know, Dave talks a big game about how my pick sucked, but I won last year and he still hasn't done his punishment. Thank you all. Excited to be with you all again. You know, Chase, I was coming in here with a lot of excitement. I'm excited to welcome You told back me to bring the energy. Listeners. I'm bringing the energy. I'm excited for the new listeners at Bagels and Locks Pod that have met us through our Instagram handle. I was excited, and you just come in here talking all this shit. It's going to be that kind of year. All right, word. I'm excited, even though Chase is being negative. Can you tell um, them the in- punishment to do? I'm going to do it. Can you tell them the Instagram handle so they can follow us on social? Yeah, it's uh, at Bagels and Locks Pod. I think uh, you can look for two pictures of us. It's two selfies. One is a uh, Dave with a mustache at the beach, uh, and the other one is me shirtless taking a shit. Uh, so you mm-hmm. might say it's both of us in our ideal circumstances. I would say we're going to post every week, but we'll see. New segment this year. We tried it out at the end during the Super Bowl. It was a bit of a disaster because we were drunk and we had a rotating door of idiots. But this year we got organized. We will have a new guest picker segment who will be joining us each week. Um, yeah, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me yep. let me talk through the, all of the changes to the Bagels and Locks. Yeah, yeah, new changes. New era. It's a new era. We're setting real ground rules this year. Change number one, this is a football show. It's football only. Um, I think me and Chase lost every single NBA and MLB bet we put in last year, so this should probably be How a How do we feel about race. college hoops? College hoops. I think we can cross that bridge when we get to it, but for yeah, now it's- no, no NBA. I agree. That shit's rigged. I watched that Netflix documentary, The Refs Cheat. It's bullshit. We lost every single NBA bet last year, and I'm sick of it. I want it out. Rule number two, spreads only. No, none of this, like I'm going to take a favorable money line and then an, and then an unfavorable one. Just just pick the spread. This is the Bagels and Locks spread show. And biggest change, change number three, we're going to have a guest picker this year. We're thinking that it might keep us honest, give us an idea of what the public is doing and how they're betting, you know, something to measure us against. Also increases our chances of getting kicked off Spotify, but that's a conversation for another day. We don't need to worry about that with this first guest of the year. He's a multi-time champion in the Fantasy Football League. He now goes by his nickname of the Anaconda. He's here to talk with us about tennis today. You may know him as Mort. I just call him friend. Jordan Gelman, welcome to the Bagels and Locks podcast. Honored to have you on as our first guest picker of the season. What's up, boys? Happy to kick it off. Anaconda, haven't really heard that one before, but we're ready and excited to, to talk some tennis. Well, we got to start somewhere. So. Um, Jordan, we'll make this quick because 
Although I will say, as much as I usually dump on tennis, I did text you at one in the morning the other day. Tennis is electric because Kyrgios is just out of his fucking mind. Uh, and I was loving it. I stayed up to watch that. Uh, but the U.S. Open is now in the semifinals. Is that right? Yeah. Women's semifinals just started. Men's are tomorrow. Jordan, give us our men and women's U.S. Open picks. No, uh, no, 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 no. No, we got to save it. We're, we're going to do – we're going to do – a tennis segment at the end of the show. We're going to give our guests their own segment at the end of every show after the picks are in. I don't, I don't want you to spoil that chase. Let's hold off. All right. I can promise you this will be the only tennis segment of the year. Um, I will make the first football pick of the year. Go. Jeez. All right. Uh, looking at this board, I'm going to go with uh, what many are touting as a revenge game. But to me, it don't matter. Give me Ravens. I actually took every team that I'm taking this week. I have six games. I'm only going to pick five. Every single team is playing on the road this week. We are a road warrior this week. The Legion of Doom. Give me Ravens minus seven versus Jets. I know it's the Joe Flacco revenge game. I know Lamar may or may not sign an extension before tomorrow. But at the end of the day, this is the Jets. These are the Ravens. The Ravens are healthy. I like Lamar to go off. Fly, Ravens, fly. I, I hate it. I, I have on here, I have uh, Jets plus seven. Let me, All right, let me tell you it's our first head-to-head pick. That's fine. First pick, first head-to-head. I love it. Their, their starting quarterback got hurt, out for four-plus weeks. Line didn't move an inch. That tells you about the quality of this team. Let me tell you about a guy they brought in, Joe Flacco. He played for the Ravens for a little bit. You might have heard about it. Coming back here at home, in a revenge game week one against a Ravens team, and they're getting seven points all day long, all day long, Chase. All right, Jordan, what's your first pick of the week? So are we doing lock spread of the week in the beginning, or is that the last pick? Whichever pick you want. I don't, all right. Well, we're, well, we're not gonna, good enough for lock of the weeks yet. We got to well, see I, how the first week goes. Well, I'm going to stick with uh, this game because I think the Ravens are – or my uh, my spread or smear of the week, as some <laughs> say. You know, you, you mentioned Joe Flacco, and you know, the Jets had him as the backup last year. He barely made it. They went to Mike White quick. Not, don't really think this is a revenge game. I think this is a Lamar game to say, screw the past. I'm the future. Go Ravens. All right, my second game. I'm going to mix and match. I'm going to go to the college ranks on this one. Um, and look, I only have a few years left of giving a shit about the Pac-12 since UCLA is moving to the Big Ten. So let me go with the Pac-12 game. I'm going to go with the USC Trojans minus eight versus Stanford. Uh, USC last week scored 60-plus points. Granted, I know it was against Rice. If they didn't score 60-plus points, I know it could be a disappointment. Spread on this is minus eight. I don't think Stanford's all the way back yet. USC under Lincoln Riley. It's going to be his first Pac-12 game. Caleb Williams and that offense, him throwing to Jordan Atkinson. They look in sync last week. Um, and screw it. Let's bet on the Pac-12. Shit gets weird. USC minus eight. Wait, where is this game? In Palo Alto. Mm. Every team I'm picking is a road team this week. Right, right, right. I think I still like it. I don't know. I don't, it's early in the season. I don't know anything about, about USC. I don't know anything about Stanford yet. So I'll, I'll stick to you. You're, you're – Pacific Coast guy, so we're sticking with you. Second pick, who you got? Second pick, I'll stay in college with you. Um, I'm taking Bama minus 20 and a half at Texas. 
I mean, this is just a, a story of history. I, I haven't seen either team play this year. They both played cupcake games last year, last, last week. Um, but, I mean, Texas blows this game every year. They always lose this game by 45 points. Bama always wins these kind of games big. They're bringing back a lot of guys from last year. They're a football machine. I, this one felt obvious. I, honestly, this line could have been like 30, and I wouldn't have blinked. That was actually my third pick, uh, Bama minus 20 and a half. I, I Listeners just, beware. Yeah, I just think when push comes to shove, Quinn Ewers is a redshirt freshman. Uh, he's the age, however, of a true freshman. Didn't look great in his debut last week. I think they played UTEP or someone bad. Um, and again, I know it's Utah State, but at, like Bryce Young, I think, had, or, uh, had five touchdowns at the half last week. This team is surgical. It's the Bama Revenge Tour. I think we're heading towards another Bama-Georgia uh, rematch. And uh, this will finally put to rest any of the old Texas's back talk. Maybe when you get Arch Manning, sure. But in the meantime, roll tide roll over them Longhorns. George, second pick. Kid up. I looked this kid up. He has a, a hell of a mullet. I'm, I'm regretting my pick now because of how great this guy's mullet is. We're going to be fine. He got bullied out of Ohio State because he couldn't get the starting job. Uh, George, what's your second pick? I will say, love mullets. It's mullet time. But <laughs> didn't trust uh, Quinn Ewers yet. He's got to earn the mullet respect there. But I'm sticking with the NFL. I like the Colts over the Texans. Just don't what's really. The line? Oh, Sorry. minus seven. So I think Matt Ryan's going to come out big. Taylor's going to get running. And Davis Mills doesn't really have wide receivers to throw to. You know, that was actually the game that I just took off my board um, as the one that I was uh, the least the least agreeable on. But I agree with your logic. I actually think the Colts are going to be the surprise team in the AFC this year. You know, they were a competent quarterback away from really making some noise in the AFC. And Matt Ryan is old, but he's not going to kill you. And I think with this Colts team, their defense, their skill players, that's all they need. Uh, will the Texans maybe surprise us? Sure, but probably not. Um, so I got three picks in. So, Dave, I'll throw it back to you. Pick number three. Yeah, I'll just say first, I agree on that Colts pick. I'll probably bet it with you guys, which is uh, bad news for our, our listeners that are also betting that game. Um, I'll jump to tonight. We're recording. It is 7-17 on Thursday night. First game kicks off in about an hour, and I will be hammering the Los Angeles Rams plus two and a half to, to give, to have the Super Bowl winners who, by the way, win this game every year, they never lose the first game of the season to have them be almost three point underdogs at home is insane to me. The bills hype has gone way too far. I'm going to bet against them all year. If the lines always look like this, I I'm really excited about this one. I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to throw some money around in a lot of ways. I think, I think there's an alternate spread opportunity here. There's definitely a money line. There's a first half opportunity here. I think that the bills come out slow. I don't know. I like this one. I also like the Rams. And if you like a promo for this game, uh, well, I guess it's too little too late, but uh, a good promo on this game would have been on FanDuel plus 170. Allen Robinson, Cooper Cup, and Diggs, all 50-plus receiving yards. Yeah, I like that too. Uh, but yeah, no, I, look, I like the Rams. I, the Bills seem to be everyone's popular pick to win the Super Bowl. You know, look, I know they lost OBJ, but they got a healthy Allen Robinson. Allen Robinson's a great wide receiver. It's not his fault he's played with Blake Bortles, Mitch Trubisky, and Justin Fields in succession. They lost Von, Willer, Von Miller, but they signed Bobby Wagner. Cam Akers is healthy. 
The Stafford elbow thing is a bit of an issue to me, but the O-line is still good even without Whitworth. Um, and again, this is the Super Bowl champs at home. They're getting points. Don't overthink it. You, you hit the nail on that. Don't yeah, overthink don't, it. And Sean McVay is 5-0 and in week one as a head coach. So Good analytics, Mort. And, he just, and, and him and Les Snead just got paid, extended through 2026. You don't want to start the extended regime with a loss. Uh, yeah. Yeah, personally, I, I like the Bills. What makes me nervous is slow start last year. A lot of it came out about they didn't want to throw out all their, their big trick plays in the beginning of the season, kind of, you know, wait to, to sneak attack at the end. You know, new offensive coordinator may take the offense a little time to gel. So long-term like the Bills, but, yeah, the, the Rams have all the data in front of them tonight. Jordan, what's your third pick of the week? Third pick of the week is uh, the Russell Wilson revenge game. So Broncos, Seahawks, n- not really a believer in, in Drew Locke. Right? I think the Seahawks have a weak offensive line. They're going to have, you know, a rookie left tackle across. Is he playing left or right? Um, I don't know. Either way, just, you know, it was a weak offensive line last year, maybe slightly improved. R- Russ has, has some weapons. They, they've got a great running big game. You know, Broncos defense has been one of the most consistent in the league for the past 10 years. We'll like them a lot on Monday night. Jordan, I got a question for you. If I told you that Geno Smith was the starter and the Seahawks are at home as seven-point underdogs, would that sway you at all? I, you're correct. It is Geno Smith. The Legion of Boom, right? Seattle Stadium doesn't scare me, even if they got the 12th man. I like them. Keep it off my card. I don't like the pick. I, I I will I will probably bet the Hawks. Keep it off my card. It's not one of my picks, but I'll probably bet him. I'm I'm out on that one. Yeah, I like the Broncos if I had to bet on this game. Um only because it's just Geno. I don't know. A, it's Geno Smith. I like the Broncos D and B. Um and Dave, you're welcome for not trading you Kenneth Walker. Uh Kenneth Walker's out the first couple of weeks. And uh, I don't know. Rashad Penny, I know he had a great second half. I I'm just not all in on him. So if I had to bet, uh, I'd go with the Seahawks there. Uh, for my fourth pick, I will stick in the NFC West, though. Um, big spread here, but give me the 49ers minus seven versus the Bears. I know it's Trey Lance's first game at, the quarter, at quarterback, but the Niners, for the first time in what feels like a long time, are healthy across the board. Uh, Elijah Mitchell's ready to go running back-wise. Ayuk, Debo, who got paid, Kittle on offense, you know, defensively, Bosa Armstead up front. I, I just think the Bears took a good step forward in their rebuild this year, but they're not all the way there yet. Um, this might be a low-scoring game, but I see at a minimum the Niners forcing one or two takeaways. I like the Niners minus seven. How are you going to take all these big road favorites? Doesn't that scare you? Because my balls feel medium-sized. That's, that's, that's the way people talk when it's week one. Let's talk in week seven. All right. But, uh, full beating. Yeah. That's great, but that's great. But we are talking in week one, so it's fine. <laughs> All right, I'm just. I, th- I think it's reckless. I think it's reckless, Chase. Yeah. Well, Chase, I'm gonna I'm gonna go right against you. Uh, my one frisky pick of the week is Bears plus seven. Ooh. 49ers. I think they're gonna come out hot. Been a lot of drama with the Niners and Debo, and I think that the Bears are gonna surprise some people. They may not win the game, but I think they're gonna be a little closer than people expect. Okay. Home dogs run faster. That's Jets, true. Rams, Bears, book it. That's they true. got a lot to prove. 
Fields is ready. I think they got it. Do you think Fields runs any faster because his name is Fields and he's running on a field? Terrible. Is there any data to back that up? I'm looking for a new host. That was terrible. That was bad. What I will tell you is Daniel Jones probably runs faster. Daniel Jones is the fastest quarterback in the league. He just trips over his own feet. We can't help (laughs) that. Uh, Dave, what's your fourth pick for the week? Yep. Pick four. Um, I... I'm going to stick to my my home dogs run faster, and I'm going to take New England plus three and a half at Miami. Away dogs, I guess it doesn't work there. They're away. But my point stands, um, I'm taking dogs this week, and I like New England. I don't know. I bet them all year last year. I mostly lost those bets. But Miami's getting a lot of hype for a couple of big moves in the offseason. New England's been rock steady. They're going to be well coached. Max going to have another year under his belt, another off season. I, I, would any of you guys bet that they don't win seven or eight games this year? No, I'm Dave. That's the one game I left off. It's that, that pick. Yeah, it's a weird game for me, and the reason I didn't touch it one, it's a small spread, and 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 two, on both ends, it's like I never want to bet against Belichick week one. Um, but it's like if Matt Patricia and Joe Judge are calling the plays. And they still don't really have a good wide receiver. I think right now it's Jacoby Myers and Devontae Parker. I don't feel great about that. I like Mike McDaniel, the new Dolphins coach. I know they made a lot of big moves. They brought in Chase Edmonds. They brought in Tyree Kill, obviously. Uh, the flip side of that, though, Tua is still the quarterback. Um, whatever the under is in this game, if I was betting, I would take the under. Yeah, I agree with that. I think this is going to be close, and it's going to be low scoring, which is why I'm happy to take a three-and-a-half-point underdog. Yeah, the, the question on this game is who do you trust more? An offense being ran by Matt Patricia and Joe Judge or Tua? And that, that's a toss-up for me, but I like New England. I think it's Tua for me. I sat through the Joe Judge experience. That doesn't, that doesn't impact my game pick. I'm just giving you the answer to the question. Uh, Jordan, have you given your fourth pick yet? Um, I did. I went, I went to Bears plus seven. Okay, it's hard for me to stay organized sometimes in case that was unclear. Uh, my fifth and final pick, a tiny spread. By far my tiny spread. I mean, I want minus seven, minus eight, minus 20 and a half, minus seven. Bucks minus two versus the Cowboys. I know Brady is going through some marital problems. He took a few weeks off in the offseason. You know, I'm going to be honest. I think he needed to get a colonoscopy during training games. He's 45 years old. It's right around that time when you need tubes stuck up your ass to make sure everything's good in your colon. Um, I don't overthink this. It's the Cowboys. It's Brady week one. Their offense still looks great. Lenny has hopefully played his way into shape. Uh, my biggest thing for me, I know the Cowboys signed Jason Peters, but Jason Peters is not the Jason Peters he used to be. The Cowboys O line, which was one, which was one, which was once that English there, such a strength is not that anymore. Receiver wise, with Gallup hurt and Jalen Tolbert hurt, it's really Ceedee Lamb on an island. I don't know. I, I think Bucks are going to get fired up for Todd Bowles in his first game as a head coach with the Bucks. Um, I like the Bucks minus two. And additionally, I have a fun fact for you guys. Do you know who Todd Bowles' son-in-law is? I, I learned this today. Tyron Matthew, the honey badger. So Tyron Matthew married his Ty- daughter? Correct. So when the Bucks played the Chiefs in the Super Bowl, I'd imagine she kind of just sat silent and was like, oh, shit, I root for my husband or my dad. Did she do the healthy mom thing where she had the split jersey? When they- I hate that thing. I hate that. I think, she, I think it's hard to do that when the dad's a coach. 
Uh, yeah, that's my last pick. What do you guys got? Final picks of the week. Chase, I'm, I'm on the same. I'm on the same, and that's my that's my lock schmear pick of the week. I love that. Love the Cowboys to blow a home game, especially in prime time week one. Um, and yeah, Tom's going to take care of business. This is I I think this number should be much higher. I, this feels like it should be four and a half, and it's two and a half. So I love it. Yeah, I'm I'm with you guys there. That that's not my pick, but. Given the news with Dax, Cleet not necessarily fitting and feeling comfortable, right? Could see this spread widening a little bit as we get closer to Sunday. So it may seem more appetizing now than it will in a couple of days. But, but either way, like like the Bucks there. But for my final pick, pains me to say this after finishing hard knocks earlier this week, but I like the Eagles minus four against the Lions. I, you know, it's, it's weird. I, I didn't even watch hard knocks. I just love Dan Campbell. Um, And the lions are improved. The Eagles should cover the spread in this game. I just think as much as the Eagles are improved, AJ Brown, all these other guys, I just think the lions are going to be ready to jump through a fucking wall for Dan Campbell. And that's what scares me. Look, every year we get that, that hard knocks adrenaline from the teams. This was the best season of hard knocks in a very long time. I'm with you. Dan Campbell makes me want to run through a wall. And, but, but I think the Eagles are going to come out. They're going to be ready. I, I don't love the Eagles, but they're retooled on wide receiver. I think Hertz is going to be in a, a second year in an offensive system. They're going to have something ready. And I just think the Lions grit isn't going to be enough today. I, I bet the Lions on that theory all year last year, thinking they'd play hard and they'd cover. I lost all my money on the Lions. I, I, will, I will say something that I do think is correlated. Last year's big correlation was bet against the anti-vax quarterbacks. We bet against Carson Wentz a lot. Uh, this year, I think it might be bet on the quarterback with the smoking hot wife. Jared Goff, smoking hot wife. Good for thought. Mm, I'm, I'm not betting on Jared Goff a lot this year, but you enjoy that. Oh, I didn't say I was betting on him. Just, you know, it's, it's food for thought. Um, all right, Dave, I'll let you introduce the closing segment. All right. So given how much time and effort our guests have, have, are going to put in to making this a better show, we thought it was uh, kind of us or, or the right thing to do to give back to them. So at the end of our 15 picks, we're going to give some time to our guests to talk about whatever they want, sports betting related or otherwise. Um, when we, when we asked Mort, he said, I want to talk about the U S open. It's really relevant. There's only whatever matches left. And we said, no, pick something else. He said, no, that's what I want to talk about. So we said, all right, fine. You can talk about it. But as soon as we can no longer tolerate tennis talk, we're going to just mute you and that's done. And like, that's it. At any moment we can cut you off. So with yeah. that chase, go ahead. Yeah. You probably got 90 seconds. So make it count. I'd probably have three minutes if Kyrgios was still in the tournament, but unfortunately, well, because then I could then the I could then I could contribute when the Kyrgios, the crazy nut, gets bounced, <laughs> and Federer Federer's retired, and the dog got bounced, and Djokovic bet against the anti-vaxxers out. It's hard. Continue. I'm sorry for interrupting. No, you're good. Regardless, so to make my time brief but impactful, Carlos Alcaraz <laughs> still the favorite to win the U.S. Open. He's my pick. He's minus one ten on the futures. Even though his past two matches have both ended past 2 a.m. in the morning, and he's played over 10 hours of tennis, which is unfathomable. And 
for some reason you should be shorting him, but I still can't. Francis Tiafo, the odds are just not that good yet. Still, Alcraz should outclass him there. And then if you want to go go big, Karen Kachanov in the second semifinal against Kasper Ruud. Yeah, his name is Karen. He looks like... Do you have a pronunciation up. guide for these names? Kachanov? Sure. Yeah, it's, that, that's how they say it. But he looks like a Hemsworth brother. Name is Karen. Peculiar guy, but let's let's do it. Karen Kachanov's the uh, the sneaky pick at plus six fifty to win the tournament. Of the four guys left, he has the the lowest odds, but he he's the one that probably has a better chance of uh, Tiafo making the upset in the semis. I have a question, Jordan. In the quarterfinals uh, across the men's or the women's side, did any Brits lose? Were there any Brits? No. Do you think the fact that there were no Brits in the final is what killed Queen Elizabeth? Mm. Great question, but I would have to answer with this was a really good tournament for the Brits, especially on the men's side. They had Jack, there we go. <laughs> they had Jack Draper with a huge upset in the, the second round against the number six seed, Felix Algerali Seam. Murray came back to life a little bit. So I'd say not so, but maybe just an Andy Murray little re- resurgence let her uh you know, ready to go to peace. All right. That was pretty tolerable as far as tennis talk goes. Oh, we um, got to go to the women. We got to go to the women. No, nope, see, that's what's, you know what? I have to let him talk about it. It's 2022. I can't mute him when he talks about the women. Can you just tell us who's going to win? Let's just. No, no, no. You got to rant. We, we need to, I need to hear all about it. Chase, feel free to mute. <laughs> I really, I can't, I can't mute him. We're going to get canceled. I really, I really liked Coco Goff heading into the quarters, but she lost. So do you like Coco Goff because your father likes the restaurant Coco Bella? Yes or no? It's Coco Bella. I just learned that recently. Oh, who knows? See, guys, you're learning more about Essex County restaurants and tennis. Um, (laughs) All right, Coco Goff, not to be confused with Steffi Groff. um, And I'll give you a little bit of a tennis nugget. Jordan, you probably know this, but David, you might not. Um, Do you know the tennis player Pete Sampras? Very famous. You know I know where she's going. Do you know who he's married to? No. Miss Veronica Vaughn. We, we've talked a lot about, about weddings on this, this podcast. Has this become like a, like a gossip podcast? What's going on here, guys? Well, you know, I'm just assuming since you guys are the ones in committed relationships that the wedding countdown starts in like two years. So in two years, I'm giving you guys plenty of time, obviously, but. You know, I don't have to worry about it. I'll also, if you want, you want a wedding recommendation, not. No. no, I don't. It's it's a good place to buy tuxes. We're in wedding season. I'm 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 cutting this conversation off. I'm mad at you, Chase. You never muted him. You ruined the whole segment. We heard way too much tennis. I wanted to cut him short. You let him keep talking. <laughs> you were you were in charge of muting. Uh, I will what? say, Chase did ask a follow up question, which Jordan seems did- against the entire point of. You know comment. what? Jordan's a good guy and he didn't say anything controversial. Um, and he is rolling with the fact that his new nickname is the Anaconda and he will only be identified as such. So I can't be too angry. Uh, all right. To wrap up my picks this week, we'll all go rapid fire. Say your picks. Road Warrior slate. Ravens minus seven versus Jets. USC minus eight versus Stanford. Roll tide roll. Alabama minus 20 and a half versus Texas. Niners minus seven versus the Bears. Bucks minus two versus the Cowboys. All right. I got Rams plus two and a half at home against Buffalo. Bama minus 20 and a half at Texas in Austin. Jets plus seven at home against the Ravens. 
New England plus three and a half away in Miami. And the Bagels and Lock Schmear of the week, Tampa Bay minus two and a half in Dallas. All right, so I'll, I'll, I'll round it out real quick. So my, my spread or schmear of the week is the Ravens minus seven against the Jets. I got the Colts minus seven against the Texans. Broncos minus six and a half against the Seahawks. The Eagles minus four against the Lions. And since I'm one of our more you know frugal, fiscally responsible friends, I had to take one risk and go Bears plus seven against the Niners. Speaking of which, Jordan, will you be actually betting any of these games? If that's a requirement, I can do so. Jordan, yeah. you, you made the most money out of fucking all of us when we all went to Atlantic City. Live a little. Yeah, 15 on each. Yeah, live now a little. Welcome back for the next L- tennis tournament. We're not, we're not going to do a little schmear parlay. Ooh. You're welcome to schmear your parlay. I'll get that on Fandle. David, that sounded very sexual. I'm not sure how I feel about that one. <laughs> uh, one, <laughs> I completely lost my train of thought after that. Uh, someone, one of you guys talking, I'll, I'll get my thoughts collected. All right, Chase, I'll do my closing segment and then you can wrap us up. I, appreciate um, it. <laughs> I, I just want to say thank you for all of the loyal listeners and for all the first time listeners, we're going to have a really, really fun season here on bagels and locks. What you're getting here is just a little taste of the bagel. We got 17 more bagels to go before football season is up. Um, so yeah, thank you for joining. Stick with us. It's going to be a really fun season and, uh, thank God football's back. I got two concluding thoughts. Uh, thought number one, pop culture recommendation. You know I'm big on that. Jordan, what do we got to watch starting tomorrow? What are we watching all day? Oh, Cobra Kai. There it is, Cobra Kai. Whether you're Miyagi-Do, which is closed, so if you are, get with the program. Whether you're Eagle Fang, or whether you're Cobra Kai, season five starts tomorrow. I'm going to try to binge watch the entire thing. Uh, if you text me and spoil it, please know I will crane kick your fucking head off Daniel LaRusso style and not be happy. And what I was going to say before, uh, week one of fantasy football, myself and the Anaconda are going head to head. We will see who wins. We will give you an update on that next week as well as our betting picks. And guys, I know you were a little bit worried when I didn't get Keenan Allen in our draft, but rest assured, I got him in my other league last night. I overpaid a little bit, but the Keenan Allen train, number one in my heart, is alive and well. Just one closing, uh, one closing thought just on that tonight's game. Big night for Jason Wynn. He's got all the Buffalo Bills running backs. He we love Buffalo Bills running backs. That's that's an interesting strategy. He's got all three. There's a third? Who's yeah. That? He's got Zach Moss. And he took Zach Moss Zach, in our league? Yeah, he's got Zach Moss, Cook, and Singletary. Well, that's why he's number one in our hearts, right next to uh, whoever I said was number one in my heart before. Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen, Jason Wynn. I'll uh, get a caricature done of the two of them hanging up in my bedroom. With special guest Jordan Gelman. Jordan, thank, thank you for joining us. And David Santola. My name is Chase Fedorsky. This is week one of the Bagels and Locks podcast. Catch us for the next 17.